Hi, my name is Eric Ludi, and you're listening to my Ask Eric podcast. Thanks for joining me. Let's get down to the business of talking about truth. Today, I want to dive into sort of a fun question. Uh, What are three of the most awkward concepts in the New Testament? Now, this is personal opinion. I mean, it all is, it's so culturally driven the way you grow up. There's different passages you come across in scripture that just make you wriggle a little. And so here's, here's my short list of three, the Holy kiss, uh, Paul's statement to Timothy about taking a little wine for his stomach. Boy, that's created a lot of, uh, controversy. And how about this one in Jude love feasts? Uh, just the term, you know, Holy kiss can, depending on your background, I I didn't grow up in a kissy culture. And so men kissing men is really strange. Uh, And so just knowing how to deal with that, it's like, it's a command five times in scripture for us to greet one another with a holy kiss. So I've had a lot of fun with that over the years with my body. And I've actually taught two different messages on that. I have one called the guy that kisses, which you wouldn't believe how many people online were interested in listening to the message, the guy that kisses. And then another one called preparing the guest room. And so I'd highly recommend those, but that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to more emphasize uh, a specific sermon that I just gave that is being released uh, called the Feast of Love, which goes along with that other awkward term, love feasts. In Jude one twelve, it brings up uh, the term love feasts. You know, I've always just sort of passed by it because it's in sort of a negative context, talking about these spots in our love feasts. I've never really just stopped and said, what is a love feast? Because I, I don't think of us having, as a church, getting together and having love feasts. And if we were, I would feel awkward about it because love feasts. However, digging into this, just stopping on that and saying, God, what is this? I want to understand this. I, and beginning to see the whole Bible open up and recognize the Old Testament had feasts that all revealed Christ. And the church, the whole gathering of the church is a feast that reveals Christ. And that's why it's called a love feast because Everyone in it has a a communion, one with each other and one with the Lord. And we evidence our discipleship, the fact that we are his by our love for one another. It's a love feast. And just to take some of the awkwardness out of it, I I renamed it the Feast of Love, just so that you can maybe approach it a, a little easier. Oh, it's been beautiful, riveting, and inspiring in our body. I've been walking our body through the issues of spiritual gifts, which can trigger so many thoughts for many of us that don't uh, derive our conclusions from a charismatic vantage point. We just say, okay, this is what the Bible says. Now, how do we unlock this? And then we start to panic because we're afraid that everyone's going to take this in a direction of the form of, of charismatic function. Instead of just, what does the Bible say? What does God intend to do? What does the Spirit of God want to do in his body? Here's one thing I've noticed. About 5% of the church does all the work of the church. And I get that. I actually understand why, because the moment you start saying, hey, you do this, you do this, you do this, we all want to be doing something, you end up with a muddled mess because some people just don't know how to do it. They're going to mess this up. And so that's why parents end up, I'll just clean the dishes. You're not doing it right. And that's why most businesses, it's like, okay, could you do this for me? No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because we want it to be done right. But what that does is that impairs the body. 
The body is intended to be built in such a way where all of us are coming each day, each time we gather, with something to give. We are all meant to go out and collect our manna daily, to prepare our manna, and to prepare a very special gift to the body. That we have received something from God and we need to be prepared to give it. If we don't function as a body that way, we actually break down as a body. This whole concept of 5% needs to go. We need 100% of the body of Christ functioning. And when we do, I don't know how to describe what will take place, but it's going to be good. And I don't think we need to be afraid of it being weird because it's God that builds his church. And unless he builds this house, we would labor in vain. So I pray that we would allow, as the body of Christ, God to begin to move us forward. If you'd like a step or push in this direction, The Feast of Love, I think, will be a great encouragement to you. You might even find it riveting and intriguing, too. God's blessings. Ask Eric was brought to you by the creative team at BraveheartedChristian.com, offering short films, books, articles, sermons, and yes, even podcasts like this one to build you strong in the person of Jesus Christ. At Bravehearted Christian, the agenda is to bring back the stuff of old. You know, the sort of Christianity that is lived out with the gusto of heaven is rarely politically and or socially correct and actually and practically works. Visit BraveheartedChristian.com or EricLudy.com to learn more about, yours truly, the loud mouth behind the microphone. If you would like to submit a question for me to consider on this podcast, please feel free to do so from our podcast homepage. Until next time, rock a sock.